Hello, my friends, and welcome again to the Deeper Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Paul White. It's the eighth day of July. It's a Saturday. Let me tell you about the sermon you can look for tomorrow. I am excited about posting for you this message. This will be sermon number one of two from a recent trip to Kenosha, Wisconsin. I was with my good friends Mark and Valerie Testerman at Triumphant Grace Ministries. If you're looking for a house that'll tell you about the love of God and the finished work of Christ, go see the Testermans at Triumphant Grace. This was our first trip there. Mark and I have been friends for several years. Uh, We've had a great impact on his life and ministry, and he honored us with a weekend there where we did a Saturday night and a Sunday morning, and I we got to meet so many wonderful people. I, I commented on this a couple of weeks ago, but this was such a rewarding weekend for me to get to put faces to names. Um, my wife got to meet so many people whom she, she takes care of all the day-to-day office. So there was so many people that would say their name and she would be, oh, now I know who you are and what you look like. I've just seen your name for so many years. It was a lot of that. It was sort of a house full of that for a couple of services. It was such a treat and a privilege. The sermons that came out of that weekend, I think, were too uh, culminating is kind of the word I want to use. I mean, that makes it sound like there's nothing past them, but we had been working on and, and brushing up against some themes. These two sermons really start to land it. Um, in fact, a couple of weeks ago, I aired for you a sermon from Canada called Choose Life. I got a lot of positive response from Choose Life because near the end of that message, at least halfway through, maybe the second half of that message, we talk about Jesus as um, taking us from thinking of sin in judicial terms to thinking of sin in medicinal terms. So instead of thinking of it as guilty, think of it as diseased. And that Jesus seems to place himself as the the cure to that rather than the attorney. Paul really pitches in more of the attorney. Well, that was a statement we made to help support that sermon we were in. So for the next week, I worked on that. And the opening night at Triumphant Grace, I preached a sermon we're going to air for you called The Great Physician. And this takes the moment where Jesus eats with tax collectors and sinners. He's just got Matthew to follow him. And he says, the sick have no need of a physician, or the, the, the well have no need of a physician, but the sick. I didn't come to, come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Jesus makes the connection between sick and sinner. And the great physician then is on a mission, and I think he's still on a mission. Where this message ends, the one that will air next week picks right up, although this is a standalone. This doesn't have a part two. It's just that I was in a flow. The next two Sundays, you're going to know what I'm talking about. So look for this message tomorrow called The Great Physician. And you'll at the top of the sermon, I talk about the fact that in 30 years of ministry, I don't know that I've ever preached The Great Physician. And I tell you why. And then we start to work on this message. This is going to be one you're going to want to listen to again and again. If you like video, we have video. It's available at our website and also at Paul White Ministries. Or I'm sorry. It's available at paulwhiteministries.com. That is our website. It's also available at YouTube, PWM. In Mark chapter 12, 
Jesus answers the question, what's the first commandment of all? And he says, the first commandment of all is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God. The Lord is one, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. This is the first commandment. Jesus doesn't do anything unusual here. He cites Deuteronomy 6.4, which is known in Hebrew as the Shema, which is from the Hebrew word for hear. But it's called the Shema because you are to hear the central confession of Israel's faith. They were a monotheistic people in the middle of a polytheistic world, meaning they served one God in the middle of a world that served many. And they don't only serve the one God, they claimed the one God as above all gods. And so for a Hebrew to cite the Shema was not unusual. It was them stating the foundation of their faith, and that was... Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. This is a command to do. Well, it's tough to do it with all your heart, with all your strength, all your sight, and all your mind. You need a second command. You need a way to express it. And the second, verse 31, is this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There's no other commandments greater than these. And for this, Jesus takes... Leviticus 19, and he adds it to Deuteronomy 6. James would call this, by the way, in James 2, the royal law or the kingdom law. And what is the kingdom law? Love the Lord your God and love your neighbor as yourself. So the reason I said it's it's tough to do the first one without the second is because the second is the proof that you're loving God. If you love your neighbor, you are loving God. Well, Jesus will actually expand the boundaries on this and define neighbor as the Samaritan that helps the, the man who's beaten on the road to Jericho. And in the Sermon on the Mount, he says to love your enemies, which there was no law in Torah, no command in Torah that told you to love your enemies. So Jesus is expanding it by adding another qualifier. If the evidence of loving God is personified by loving your neighbor, then the evidence of loving your neighbor is personified by loving your enemy. And so loving your enemy, recognizing that your enemy is your neighbor, is how you love God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind because you will need all of your faculties to love your enemy. And to do this the Jesus way, you take the great commandment, love one another as I have loved you. So know what Jesus thinks of you and you given the equipment to go do what you need to do. Jesus says there's no other commandment greater than these. Now, the scribe is going to answer and then Jesus is going to show him his proximity to the kingdom. And it's not far away. And I want to talk about why It's not far away. We'll do that tomorrow as we close this little segment. Watch for the great physician. See you then. God bless.